0: This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast!
2: You're sitting there holding Nick Jonas's flaccid lunch meat.
0: Magnesium dream slut, that's my new email.
2: There will be no vomiting on Lizzo.
3: No! Down the hatch like a pelican. Yes! Now pray for their booty hole.
2: Now we're back with our regular bullshit.
0: Ariana Grande, now dating Vance Joy. <laughs> I
2: have a strong, powerful <laughs> colon.
0: Shoves it in her mouth.
2: Hi, bad boy.
0: <laughs> Am I not going to be a slut with Nick Jonas? <laughs> Spanky. It's episode 11, we think, of Spanky's Corner, a podcast. Um, so if you are new to listening to our podcast because maybe you discovered us because you were a fan of one of the artists we interviewed at Lala, thanks for uh, coming back.
2: It's all downhill from here, people. That was the best content we've ever produced and ever will produce, and now it's just back to us.
0: Could you do us a favor if you are a big fan of this podcast and like, screenshot that you're listening to it, put it in your Instagram story? Maybe we'll mail you fun mail. <laughs>
2: Um, when we got done with all the Lollapalooza interviews, like the last three episodes were like nothing but interviews. There was like 18, or 19 interviews at Lollapalooza. And we we're like, wait a minute. How are we going to end up following up everything that was Lollapalooza? And somehow, some way, we managed to pull it out of our ass.
0: We have good old Steve Pooth, Stephen Pooth. I hate to describe him as this because he is making his own music career and he's very good. But it's Charlie Pooth's little brother.
2: This uh, interview that we did with him, we went in with like, you know, thought we were going to talk to him for like five minutes. And all of a sudden it was like 32 minutes later of just a bunch of nonsense. And it was spectacularly weird and fantastic at the same time.
0: Yeah, we were going to edit it down because we typically try to keep things just tight to keep your attention and not let them drag out. But it's kind of it's special in the way it is. (laughs) And then Tyler interviewed Lizzo on Saturday while I was bringing out good old Steve on stage. I stood there for the first like five seconds of your interview because then I had to go up. But um, I listened to her and she's so great. Like she gave you content literally right off the bat. You said hi to her. And then she immediately goes, I'm stressed. And I'm like, she's great. Even if she's in a bad mood, she's giving you content.
2: I know. I only really needed three questions and it was fantastic. And she ran with the rest. So... I love people like Dan Lizzo, obviously one of the, I mean, right now, I mean,
0: she's like the hottest thing.
2: Absolutely. And when she first walked in, she, we did the show like right by Wrigley field. Um, in a place called Gallagher Way, which like the little park outside. And we're standing back there. I don't know if you caught this when she walked in with all of her people.
0: I think I know what you're about to say.
2: <laughs> right on brand. There's no cameras, no nothing. She walks behind the stage, walks up underneath the little tent. There's a box of Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> yes. right there. She opens up that box, searches through, grabs a glaze something or another, and just and shoves
0: it in her mouth. Down the hatch like
2: a pelican. And I'm like, that's right on brand. Lizzo be eaten.
0: And like three different people are like doing her makeup and she's like still eating this donut. Like they need to update her lipstick and she's like, sorry, wait, (laughs) 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 she was everything. She was great.
2: And the interview is pretty good. Shout out to Kenzie for getting sick that day so we could do it and include Uh it on this podcast.
0: Yeah, Kenzie was supposed to do the interview, but unfortunately, um, she came down with a bug.
2: She was violently ill, and we figured it was in everyone's best interest for her not to vomit on Lizzo.
0: Please don't vomit on the musical act. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we were at Lala for four days straight, and it was my first Lala experience.
2: How did it treat you?
0: Well, Well, mostly because I liked our area. Um, I will say it was very bougie. We were in the back. We were constantly being fed food. Like every couple hours, there was happy hour where a bar came out and we had drinks. And so we would just chill and then like celebrities would come up and have us interview them. So
2: if you missed any of them, it was like Normani, um, social house, social house, who's
0: on all that stuff with Ariana. They produced her entire thank you next album and on that song. She has boyfriend that just came out
2: they performed together. Give you like a little inside stuff, social house. They were there for like the, um, to perform with Ariana Grande that night. Yeah. And Mikey from the group is, or is not, or maybe, or could be dating Ariana Grande. He's the one in the video making out with her. And so they came up like 20 minutes before and they're like, yo, don't talk about the relationship and don't talk about the thing tonight. Cause it's a surprise.
0: But I'm like, God, we have to nip this in the bud because it- it just came out, and we'll wow. be the first people to talk
2: about this now. in the bud. What are you, my eighty-year-old aunt?
0: So we were trying to figure it out, and then their people came up, and we like, "No!" Which I almost think means yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but what's funny about it, though, we came up with a master plan. We
0: all oh, we did. It
2: was a good master plan. We have
0: an attack dog.
2: We do, and her name is Kenzie K.
0: Kenzie is. Friends with Scooty and Social House. There's two guys. There's Mikey, which is the one that everyone thinks is dating Ariana, and there's Scooty, which is the other guy. And Scooty loves Kenzie. They have some sort of history when she did radio in Tampa. So you were like, I'm going to step back. You two do this interview because he's going to be comfy with Kenzie and release the information.
2: <laughs> 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 it sounded so smart in advance. And guess what he told you guys? Nothing.
0: What's funny is there was like our crew that was in the tent. when We were like talking about, you know, if she is dating him, somebody was like, huh, she really doesn't have a type. Like, I mean, she dated Mac Miller. She dated Pete Davidson, Big Sean, Ricky. That was her backup dancer. And I'm like, how is that guy not her type? It's not like Ariana Grande now dating Vance Joy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Spanky's Corner.
0: A podcast. We've explained this on the podcast before. I take magnesium before I go to bed. You can take it a.m. or p.m. You're a big a.m. magnesium guy. I read somewhere that it's better to take it at night. So I started doing that. And it is it's a thing if you Google it. They give you just insane dreams. So I had another magnesium dream.
2: Why would you not want to take it in the morning? Because you get the front end of the magnesium 24-hour pill, so that way your bones feel good when you're awake as opposed to when you're sleeping.
0: Your bones actually feel a result of magnesium immediately? My
2: bones and muscles feel great. And then why would you want to take it a night to have these all effed up dreams?
0: They're fun. I have never had like a bad experience from them. It's not like I get sleep paralysis from it or I have nightmares. Nothing is ever bad about these dreams. They're just super vivid and detailed. And like, I always remember them very well the next day. Magnesium makes me feel like my sleep is like virtual reality.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And you get the extra added bonus of having good bones.
0: It's true. And then like so much other stuff. I stopped taking it for a while just because I plumb forgot. And then I was <laughs> and then I was like, I missed this. I want to have fun dreams again. But I literally now just take it for the dreams and not the bone health. <laughs> 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 Two nights ago, I have this dream that Nick Jonas and I are in like a pretty serious relationship. Ooh, like he's in. Congratulations. Thank you. Like he actually is in love with me, which is 100% not the case in real life and not because he's dating Priyanka, but because I've dated or I, because I've, <laughs> Wait, what? because I've interviewed Nick Jonas before. I didn't do it to be, I did do it to be stupid, but I didn't like do it out of context. It kind of like somehow I worked it in the interview where I jokingly asked him on a date and like without laughing or anything, deadpan, he just goes, no. <laughs> So I know Nick Jonas has 0. 0.0000 interest in me.
2: All right. But to be very fair, you weren't doing it to be funny and ironic. You really wanted to see what he would have said if you asked him out.
0: No, I didn't. Do I think that I would have dated Nick Jonas? Yes.
2: If you would have said yes right there, you and Nick Jonas and his perfect abs and his big muscles would have been out on a date that night at the Applebee's just hanging out living life. <laughs> You would have had seven kids by now. Little Jonas is running no, around. No. You'd be on tour with them. Where are they at right now? Florida. You'd be in Florida right now. You wouldn't be schlepping in here on this stupid podcast. You and Nick just hanging out.
0: Me and Priyanka Chopra could not be more two different people. She's like well astounded. She, that's not even a thing, is it?
2: No, she, she probably <laughs> knows what the word that you're trying to say. Means.
0: She went to college. <laughs> 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 she does TED talks. I'm a schlum radio host. I'm just a schmuck. So you. Guys- I'm just saying. Anyway, me and Priyanka Chope are two very different people. So like, Nick Jonas made a really classy, educated choice. Priyanka is a Rolls Royce. I'm a Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> no,
2: you I think you're more like a Camaro. You'd probably be a little bit more fun.
0: That's really nice of you. I'm a Dodge Stratus at best. Okay, so, anyways, back to this dream. Nick Jonas and I were in a relationship. Like he was super into me. Pretty sure we banged in this dream. I don't really remember wow, the details how was of he? that. I don't remember the details of that, but I remember I remember making out in the dream, which I'm sure it probably went on further.
2: You have no idea. You just assumed that if you're having a dream about Nick Jonas, you had sex with him. You don't even remember. You just made it up in your head that you probably did.
0: Am I not going to be a slut with Nick <laughs> Jonas? <laughs>
2: A dream slut. <laughs> Here's Julia, a magnesium dream slut.
0: <laughs> oh my God, magnesium dream slut. That's my new email.
2: <laughs> MDS for short.
0: <laughs> magnesium dream slut at Comcast.net. <laughs> oh
2: boy, this has now become a title of this podcast, I think.
0: <laughs> so anyways, we were dating, we were in love. He was taking me on bougie dates, like way more than the Applebee's or the... Chipotle, I always go to down Michigan Ave. Like we were, we were on RPM level. I remember though, like, I think we moved in together and I was picking up groceries for us because I'm very hospitable yeah, wow. and Nick, because he wants to stay thin and obviously very ripped as he is, wanted low sodium boar's head, thin cut turkey. <laughs> Wait,
2: wait, you don't remember if you had sex with him in the street, but you remember specifically his lunch meat order.
0: The magnesium effect, man. I don't know. Like some information sticks and some doesn't. (laughs) So I'm picking up his deli meat. He shows up at the market I'm at and dumps me as they're giving me the sample slice. And I'm like standing there with like a flaccid piece of meat in my hands. (laughs) (laughs) dumped at the meat counter by Nick Jonas.
2: You're sitting there holding Nick Jonas's flaccid lunch meat.
0: And then he walked away and like he left me for another woman was what it was. But I was like still like very in the realm of trying to get him back. So I was doing like a bunch of backhand springs like in his presence thinking that would impress him. (laughs) 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 Which it didn't. And then I woke up.
2: (laughs) That's it? It just end of story?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but like, it sounds quick, but the whole dream was like very drawn out. Like our relationship together, like the part where we were together, I feel like was like a couple hours. Wow. Yeah, because like we went through the stages of like first dating, honeymoon, and then we moved in together and suddenly I was grocery shopping and then I knew his deli order. Which was what? Boar's head, low sodium, thin cut turkey. (laughs) (laughs)
2: How is he around the house? Does he clean up after himself?
0: Yeah, yeah. He was a very neat guy, which I feel like he definitely is in person. He wore a lot of like flannel PJ bottoms and no shirt. Hot.
2: Hot. It's better than the other way around flannel tops with no bottoms. That is something (laughs) no guy wants ever.
0: Gross. That is so
2: disgusting. Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) All right. So when you woke up from this, were you just like when you came back to reality and you're like sitting here in Chicago and you're you're still just here just dating old Josh instead hey, of
0: Josh is the is the Nick Jonas of my reality. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when you woke up, were you like trying to like go back to sleep and try and put yourself back in that dream state?
0: No, because what happens is like I always like wake up and I'll just be like, whoa. Like I I kind like I'm aware that I just had like a really like theatrical dream. And I like always my first thought is that magnesium. (laughs) (laughs) And so like I, you know, get up, I start doing my morning routine, making breakfast. And then like it just like starts patching its way back through. It's kind of like a drunken night.
2: Oh, yeah. Where you kind of time travel a little bit, but you're starting to get back uh, a little bits and pieces. It starts
0: patching its way back through. Mm. But for some reason, the biggest thing that stuck out to me was his freaking deli order.
2: And you did not marry him in this. You were just dating.
0: No, but we did talk about marriage.
2: Oh, yeah? What kind of wedding were you going to do?
0: Probably, like, the nine he had with Priyanka. <laughs> 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 like, they had so many weddings. Like, we get it. You're super married. <laughs> um, I want you to try taking it at night. I don't know. I, uh, like, because it could give us content. Pre- we're going to start making magnesium dreams a thing on here because, like, they're always great. They're always worth the conversation to deep dive.
2: Magnesi Dreams.
0: Magnezy Dreams. We already thought of a few song uh, parodies we can make <laughs> off of it. Should we have them vote? Yes. So should we parody Liquid Dreams, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, or Teenage Dreams?
2: Mm. There's also Wildest Dreams by uh, Taylor Swift, too.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I love that one. It's a great song, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't... Oh,
2: <laughs> what do you ta- say? Magnesi Magnesi Dreams. Dreams. Oh, oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Actually it could be good because it like it's like a sexual like running through the woods song, which reminds me of my dream with Nick Jonas. <laughs> running through the deli at the Jewel Asco with Nick Jonas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, hear, I don't remember my dreams anyway. I'm pretty confident that if, if I took my magnesium at night, although my bones would still be in tip-top shape, I don't Just think... do it
0: for science. All right, I'll try it.
2: I'll try it tonight. All this talk about Nick Jonas, thats good uh, means it's going to slide into my subconscious.
1: You're going
0: to have a dream where you bang Nick Jonas yeah. in, at the deli counter.
2: <laughs> Dude, after I get his lunch
0: meat. <laughs>
1: Spanky's Corner.
0: A
2: podcast. Speaking of Julia <clears throat> going hard after boy band members- What? Stephen Puth, who's coming up on this. We kind of already alluded to Stephen Puth at the very beginning of this thing. The interview is coming up later on. It's like the back uh, hour and 48 minutes of this podcast today. Stephen Puth, me and my boss, Eric Bradley... My wife, a few other people, like some record label people. We all went out to dinner after we did that interview. Yeah, While to you-
0: clarify, I wasn't there because I had to do my show. I'm not like Sorry. not allowed to be around people. It was
2: RPM Italian. It was delicious. Great. So we're sitting there, and I'm not even exaggerating. This is Friday night, the night before the Backstreet Boys show, and in walks Howie and AJ from the Backstreet Boys, and they sat directly behind us.
0: Were you guys in a booth or like a it was table? like a
2: table? It was like an eight or nine person table,
0: round or square? Round. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I just know. <laughs> <enough. laughs>
2: Would that have changed the story? I'm, the I'm, table. I'm, well,
0: I'm trying to set the visual.
2: So, you were, they walk in. Of course, our boss, Eric, knows them, has known them forever because he's played them on B96 forever. I think the B actually stands for Backstreet Boys. I don't know. Probably. If you remember back in, the, in one of the previous episodes, Julia made out with Nick Carter.
0: It was a peck. It was not a make out. They
2: passionately made out with him no, for No, we did not. Minutes. It was... A lot of tongue. <laughs>
0: I don't know what happened. I don't know if he went to kiss me on my cheek and I accidentally turned my face or if he didn't intend to kiss me on the mouth, but I just peck kissed Nick Carter on the mouth once.
2: So in an effort to check off making out with every single one of the Backstreet Boys, <laughs> I texted Julie. I'm like, you're never going to fucking believe who's sitting right behind us eating the ling- linguine. It's AJ and Howie from the Backstreet Boys.
0: You actually should just read the text oh, as yeah. the, as they are. It, it just makes more sense with the story if you...
2: I texted AJ and Howie are here. This is at 9.15 p.m. I get a response back at 9.16 p.m. Are you fucking kidding me? Please look AJ dead in the eyes and tell him that Julia says, hi, bad boy.
0: (laughs) 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 I was joking, obviously. Well, that's what I thought too, right? Yeah.
2: So I'm like, table behind us. I'll let them know.
0: Hey, Sonic. Hey, Sonic. We're
2: talking about- um, You can come on. And you said, Thanks and i said eric bradley is chatting them up they know him because of course they do yeah and then you said will he relay my message and i showed it to him
0: what did eric say cuz i feel like eric like he's he's angelic and so nice so i feel like my message he would have been like oh I look
2: want. AJ dead in the eyes and tell him Julia said hi bad boy right, like, he looked at that like and goes, what's wrong with her right but he looked at it and goes okay let me see what I can do and so I responded <laughs> back I'm like I showed him he's on it and you go oh good and I think at this point we all thought we were I, everybody was joking yes, right
0: yes legitimately
2: he gets up with my phone walks to the table behind us there's age just sitting there <laughs> old AJ hanging out having his ravioli or whatever you did at RPM Italian Eric comes back and goes okay yeah we're gonna, we're gonna go out and we're gonna FaceTime her So I texted you, I'm like, don't leave your phone, and you go, okay. Eric gets up, walks out with AJ from the Backstreet Boys, goes out to the street, out there on- uh, Yeah, he was outdoors. Outdoors, outside of the restaurant with AJ, who's wearing very fashionable headwear, and you got to tell him to his face, because they, (laughs) they FaceTimed you.
0: Yeah, and the first thing that happened when I opened the FaceTime was, it was Eric, but then he immediately passed the phone over to AJ, and that's when that hilarious screenshot happened of my face, where, like, I- I looked like I just took ecstasy. (laughs) This is not a
2: magnesium dream, by the way. This actually happened in real
0: life. Yeah. And but the first thing AJ says to me and goes, well, why don't you say it to my face? (laughs) 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 And then I got even more flustered and like I couldn't say anything else. He was being nice. He was just like, how are you? And I'm like, it's really good to see you because when I met you guys in Vegas, uh, you weren't at the meet and greet. You're the only one I haven't met. And, and I've
2: made out with at least one of your, your bandmates.
0: Yeah, and I've smoked weed with one of their brothers. So, Age, you're just the missing puzzle piece.
2: Sonic, have you ever met the Backstreet Boys? I never have. Really? Why? They're nope. great. I don't know. I mean, back when they the boy bands were popping, I was just like an intern, a petty little intern. Backstreet so, Boys are in sync. In sync.
0: Oh, yeah, men pick in sync. Yeah. It's just because f- you all have a man crush on Justin Timberlake, but it's not about yeah. the valedictorian. It's about the van. The van. <laughs> not the van. I would just say <laughs> that because...
2: Oh, Julia just aggressively dabbed in the studio after she dropped that little... <laughs> dabbed her head. It's because um, at the time I wasn't a fan of Justin Timberlake, but then after he was solo, that's when I became a fan. Then that's when I became an NSYNC that's fan.
0: That's when you started standing there, because what else do you have to go on that sync is a superior band? Are you going to be like, Chris has great vocals, says no one ever? Wow.
2: That's true. That's- Joey Fatone is like a...
0: He's doing hair restoration commercials. Hey, First Lance, all, how's the f***ing moon?
2: Wow. Wow. This is so hurtful because what are the Backstreet Boys doing besides hanging out eating an RPM Italian and just oh, FaceTiming oh, um, nighttime DJs? Lance details? Oh wait, Bass oh is, uh, he was on a reality show. He was a judge. He was in theater. Lance Bass was.
0: They're doing little petty side jobs. Meanwhile. Jo- uh, Joey Fatone's uh, on
2: Impractical Jokers all Meanwhile,
0: the time. BSB has a residency in Vegas and they kept their word. As long as there'll be music, they'll be coming back again. And that they did.
2: I mean, kind of everybody has a residency in Vegas. Like,
0: I mean, sync couldn't get one because Justin wouldn't be with them. And the four of them are just like.
2: That's because they're not going to do a reunion until Justin says so.
0: The four of them we are can't lucky. can't do a reunion without him. The four of them are Lucky <laughs> Charms without the marshmallows. Ooh, Ooh,
2: oh, shots oh, fired. Oh, oh, <laughs> I want to say, though, um, this is kind of left field, but. Dirty Pop, that song is dope. I'm telling you. Look, don't get me wrong. They're very talented. It's like it's like saying, um, what's the better Skittle? If you're trying to compare NSYNC and, and Backstreet Boys, neither one of them are are bad. They're both very, very good and extremely talented, but sometimes Red is just better than the rest of the Skittles in the pack. Not saying the rest of them are bad, but NSYNC is definitely the Red Skittle.
0: Justin Timberlake is the Red Skittle.
2: Whatever! Look, the Cleveland Cavaliers won a title because of LeBron.
0: It's not about the valedictorian. It's a band. We should actually get Eric Bradley's opinion because he would have the true opinion because he was with there through both of the bands. He knows them both well. Hey, Eric, do you have one quick minute? We need your very important opinion. We're not going to. Yeah, that one
2: right there. So, what are we doing? Are we doing Specky's Corner?
0: Yeah. yeah, we are. It's, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but we kind of got off on a tangent. Backstreet Boys are in sync. As far as overall success as a band, you've played them both on B96. Um, you've
0: been there the whole time. Now, think about the bands, not the valedictorian. Okay,
2: su- success of the bands, I would vote Backstreet Boys. And that is
1: because they've stayed together longer. They've had sold-out tour after sold-out tour. and sync in their heyday, I would choose probably before anybody else, right? <laughs> Oh. However, as a 26-year as a collective, I, you have to give it to Bashir Boys. Yeah. It
2: I really knew was. Eric would actually come in here and figure out a way to describe that so eloquently without ever, ever offending <laughs> either side.
1: And I can't offend them because they're all friends of mine.
2: See? When was the last time we talked to Justin Timberlake? On text? Probably a couple months ago. Where are you at on that That's one, too? casual.
0: <laughs> I have not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you talked to AJ on FaceTime?
0: Friday, but all Backstreet Boys have good voices. They all have like their solo songs. Did whereas, you just insult
2: ins- Lance Bass?
0: He's like trying to go to the moon. Clearly, he doesn't care about singing anymore.
2: That's because he's accomplished everything he needed to accomplish. <laughs> he's on tour with O Town.
0: Oh, that's right. He was just in Rosemont
2: with yeah. Liquid Dreams, not to be confused with Magnesium Magnesi Dreams, Dreams.
1: <laughs> which I really need to know about.
0: Mag- oh my god,
2: oh, you missed the whole thing. We are talking. I, I about. will
1: have to be hearing this podcast. I guess intrigued by your tweet last night.
0: Yeah. So if I you- don't
1: want them, by the way, they sound pretty. Deep, no, no, though. no,
0: no, no. They're fun. Do you take magnesium? No. Uh,
2: How do your bones feel? Pretty good. Oh,
1: okay. It's
0: just like an all over health vitamin. Good for your bones. Yeah, yeah. Calcium. But if you take it before bed and it- Your dreams get pretty vivid, right? Yeah, but not in like a scary way. You don't get like sleep paralysis. At least I don't. I don't get nightmares or anything. It just like- You just
1: buy cold cuts for Nick Jonas.
0: Exactly. And it just makes my dreams like very (laughs) theatrical. And like I remember- Detail. Yeah, I remember them like in detail the next day. Like I remember that Nick Jonas sent me to the deli counter- to get boar's head, thin slice low-sodium turkey, and then he dumped me, which is fine. We were having the the, dis- the discussion about the hard differences between me and Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> see,
2: that's what's going to be on this podcast, Eric. And good news for you, you're also on it. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of it. Will you retweet or tweet for this? I
0: typically do, don't I?
2: I th- uh, not only when you're on it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe I <laughs> don't to don't be see-
0: fair, that's all that anyone if does. T- t- well, no, of- no,
1: if
2: you tag me, I would
1: retweet it, because
0: okay. I would see
2: it. Alright, cool. Noted. Eric is followed by the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. and Mariah Carey, and Mariah Carey. <laughs> 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 Corner, a podcast. Lizzo, you beautiful soul. Hi. How are you?
3: I'm all right. Yeah. I'm have. I mean, everything's great. Everything's cool. I'm a little, um, I'm a little stressed out. Why are you stressed? I've been on vacation for like two weeks. Yeah. And then I was in the studio last week slash vacation. And I'm back at work, and so I just feel kind of crazy.
2: So where did you go for a vacation?
3: I went to Hawaii.
2: Good for you. Yeah. Is that where all the Instagram pictures are coming from? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it was
3: fun. It was so fun. But, you know, I kind of let my hair down and relaxed and let my guard down, and now I'm back at work, so I, I just got to get that flow. Got to get
2: back into it. What's yeah. the pre-show requirement, the warm-up that you do to get ready for a performance like tonight?
3: Um... I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I got I to figure it out. I got like an hour to figure it out. I just drink. I know I have like an hour. Yeah. Oh, I'm going in so. an hour.
2: I think so. Yeah. Great. I yeah. got time. I uh, see so you got two bottles of Casamigos, some watermelon and some Cheetos. Extra hot, flaming, crunchy thing. So I think.
3: I don't know who the hell ordered extra hot, flaming Cheetos. I know that I've been on a Cheeto kick, but the extra hot is. I haven't been eating that. You could tell from my fingers that I have not been eating that. (laughs) Somebody here has been eating it and I pray for their booty hole.
2: What's your go-to Cheetos? Are you an original Cheeto kind of girl?
3: No, I like hot Cheetos. Yeah,
2: yeah, but not the extra hot.
3: Not extra hot, that's the devil. I don't know who made that. (laughs) The above.
2: Three years ago, did you anticipate all this?
3: No, no, I mean, I knew, three years ago I was a successful touring musician. Three years ago um, I was making a lot of money from movies and commercials by putting by using my song three years ago i had an incredible team but this is different now because it's just the amount of people who know my shit and like my music being on radio is new and different and i didn't expect anything like that i didn't know how that was going to happen but you know Playing shows, that's what I do best, so.
2: The natives are restless out there. They're ready to see you, your flute, and the heat, and the whole thing. Oh, my God. The whole shebang. The, the whole shebang. Yeah. Hey, we did some listener questions on the Twitter. Uh-oh. Okay, so we normally do this, and I'll always preface it by saying, normally, questions, eh. Your fans, the best. I know they are. Ask you Y'all are the best. These are these are really good. You said Solid. listener
3: questions, not fan questions. So when you said listener questions, I was like, oh, God. I tell them, well, they listen to what you. What they don't say.
2: No, these are good. Here's the first one. and I was actually really impressed by this because uh, they they referred you as a symbol of female empowerment. So, what is the most important message you would like to share with your female fans?
3: I mean, I think that they know what the message is. They know, like, from my music and from from who I am. I can't really say nothing right now that they don't already know about me. And I think that's that's the point is you know having a life that is uh, emotionally vulnerable and. Having transparency with who you are and your identity is so important. So, like, at the end of the day, I don't have to even explain myself to you. You already know. You know what I mean? You can look at me and feel better. I can look at you and be like, wow, that person looks so confident. That makes me feel confident. I think that's more of a message than anything I could say.
2: Have you slid into any famous people's DMs since Drake?
3: (laughs) Um, no.
2: But he followed you after you did slide into his DMs.
3: Yeah, but he didn't know. It wasn't because of that. He follow me because he like truth hurts.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Last one, F Mary kill. We're gonna do a potato version: French fries, baked potatoes, mashed potatoes. F Mary kill.
3: Wait, you said French fries, potatoes, just mashed potatoes? French
2: fries, uh, no French fries, baked potato. Woo! I would marry a
3: baked potato. Yeah. And you fuck French fries, and you kill mashed potatoes.
4: That's a solid choice. I
3: turn my baked potatoes into mashed potatoes, so. Mash, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't really need the mashed potatoes because that's the way I eat a baked potato. You whip it. Well, you can also, you could do a twice bake, So You whip it and then you put it back in the oven. You pull it out. You got mashed potatoes inside of the skin. Then you just eat the, oh my God. You eat the whole thing. It's like you have an edible bowl for your mashed potatoes. And over in England, they got this thing called jacket potatoes. Oh my God. It's the best hangover. Like I be almost dead. And then they bring one of them motherfuckers in there because they put beans and cheese and all types of shit in a baked potato, and they call them jackets. <laughs> I love that. They got the cutest name for food over there. they be like, do you want a toasty? And that's just a sandwich. We call it grilled cheese. They call it a toasty. <laughs> a toasty. Yeah, we say, you want a baked potato? They're like, you want a jacket? Well, they do a lot of weird things. They call
2: elevators lifts.
3: Well, yeah, but their food is all cute as fuck. Fries are not fries.
2: They're chips. They're chips.
3: Oh, uh, crisps for the potato Potato chips. chips. Anyway, that's my answer.
2: <laughs> Thank you for coming out and doing this. Thank you. I don't know how to end these. You want to end it? Bye. Spanky's Corner.
1: A podcast.
2: You guys want to do an interview? Yeah.
0: Well, I've, in been re- I've
2: been recording for three and a half minutes. I'm sure half it's going to have to
4: be chopped.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of talk about cats. Yeah, I mean,
4: cats. <laughs> uh, Stephen Poof. In, in a world where cats... Sorry. <laughs> I just... I'm pretty... I, I, I feel like if everything fails... I'm going to be the guy that does movie trailers. You think so? This
2: coming fall. you know that, That's actually really
0: yeah, good. Yeah, it's not bad. So
4: when if music doesn't work out, I will just be the guy who's like for every action movie, like in a world <laughs> directed by... Who's the guy that does all the explosive The Bay, James... Oh, no, uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah. James Bay is the British singer. All right, good
0: talk. <laughs> but also, it's God a God. side project. <laughs>
4: it's like, we need $30 million for explosives. Why, Michael Bay? Because I said so. And it's like, well, I only said so.
0: Well, in your preview, you could be like, In a World, directed by James Bay. No, wait, Michael Bay. <laughs> in
4: a World, directed by James... Oh. No, nope. Michael Bay. <laughs> the explosives cost 15 million. Sorry, I don't. It's
0: not even that.
2: Funny. We can just listen to the sweet sounds of your voice all day, man. Why I do mean, you whatever. have a
0: balloon? Why not? Because what? Why do you? Okay. Yep, he found it. Oh, he found it. That didn't take long.
4: That
2: didn't take long. That's our mascot. That's Jeff.
0: That's Jeff. My name is Jeff.
2: Yeah. Um, If you're listening, uh, <laughs> Jeff is a very scary dead baby with one arm.
0: It, clown dead baby.
2: Clown dead baby. It's from a, a haunted house in Michigan. Yeah. Ohio. Cedar Point's haunted yeah, the same house. Thing. It's all the same over there. It doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah. Um, I forgot why I brought him in, but I brought him in months ago. And I used to work at a haunted house, so we needed something baby related. Somebody just had a baby and we wanted yeah. to do something for social. And I was like, oh, I got one. It was home. a very accurate representation so of whatever that Thanks. baby <laughs> looked like. So brought in Jeff. <laughs>
4: you didn't preface that you worked with a, if you were just like, yeah, I have an extra baby
0: doll at home and- <laughs> Well, I didn't until they asked, like, why do you have this? I would
4: so. ask about your childhood if this was yours, for sure. <laughs> uh, there's like, still
0: a lot of question marks there. Really? We pull that baby out often,
2: and uh, somehow there's people that work here in the overnights that always just put it back to where they found it. And it's kind of, it, make, it hurts our heart a little bit because Jeff's a nice little boy, and he's, you know, our station mascot.
0: Pretty much everybody besides you and I get really upset about it.
2: Yes. I'm upset now.
4: Just thinking that. You know, not want to look point, at him. Do you want me to put him there. away? No, like I think Jeff should chill there. Okay, I'm a little confused. (laughs) Just let it go, man. Is is, is Jeff a happy Jeff?
0: Yeah, look at all. Look at his feet. It's like happy baby feet.
2: Can we show it for the camera? Can we show Jeff for the camera? Oh yeah. Because otherwise, people can be like, "What are you? His arms out of its socket." Yeah, but you know, you only need one. He's a contortionist. Homie needs a shower.
0: (laughs) That we will agree on. Stephen, how's your day? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um,
4: it's good. We woke up pretty early, my f- lovely team and I, and uh just been exploring the city of Chicago.
0: It's not oh, your first time here though, is it?
4: First time oh, first really? time long time, but first time, first time. Do anything fun today? No mm. <laughs> well no, okay. that's not I mean should be like yes. um, what did I do today? Yeah, I walked around a little bit. I got to see the bean. I haven't gone to it yet. But How I'm, did yeah, you feel a, about it, to be
0: honest? like Be completely candid about the bean. I feel
4: bad for the dude that has to clean that every morning or night. Or That's true. So the guy that made the bean,
2: this is a true story. He made another bean and put it in Houston. And all he did was turn it sideways, straight up and down. And he got paid for that one, too. It's the same thing. He just turned it sideways. Is it called the bean? It's, it's, no, they called it something else, like some other. The refried bean. <laughs> re-fried <laughs>
4: something. But
0: that would just be like a pile of like.
4: I don't know. I mean, it looks really cool. There's like a really cool park next to it. And yeah. like nobody was in it. And I was like, that looks so majestic. There's like waterfalls and stuff. And I'm just thinking to myself, like everyone's taking selfies against like a mirrored bean. And I'm like, there's this really cool park. You know what, though?
2: Some people vandalized it the other day. I Whoa. tell you what, when you vandalize the bean, people in this city get upset. It ends up on the news, and they will find you. You, you want to talk about people like not saying anything to the police? They they spoke up, and those people were apprehended within minutes. They found them. No, immediately. Right. Yeah, you do, you can do a lot of things to Chicago. You cannot vandalize that stupid mirror.
4: It's, but it's 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 our stupid mirror. It I mean, is. Not, our I, I'm not mirror. part of our, but it's. You know what I'm saying. I can be temporary. And the,
0: the great thing is, like the locals don't ever like really go up to it. Because it's like it's a tourist attraction, oh, but like we not. defend it like it's our <laughs> honor. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: it's
4: hard bean. Um, I went to Portil- Portillo's. Portillos, yeah. I had a hot dog. I didn't put ketchup on it. That's fine.
0: That's a personal you know, I, was
4: told, so friggin- I was told not to. The guy was like the guy was like, "No, we don't do that. And I was like, Okay, cool.
0: Do you smack it out of your hand or something?
4: No, no. I just said to him, I was like, Well it's like a Chicago thing. I was told to come here and he's like, I got you. And he just gave me like a hot dog. Yeah. And a lot of
2: things on it. Here's yeah. the thing with the ketchup the ketchup thing, like, yeah, just put whatever you want on it. If you're a ketchup person, eat it. A lot of people from Chicago will disagree. But I learned something about drinking whiskey a long time ago from an Irishman. And he said, I asked him, How do you drink whiskey? And he goes, However the fuck you want. And that's how I
4: feel about hot dogs. So eat it however you want, whatever makes you happy, Steven. That's true. I mean, I'm not really a hot dog guy, but I made a little amendment for today or yesterday. Do you have the chocolate cake over there? No, everybody's been asking me that, and I've been, like, responding with, I'm supposed to be on a diet, but I also ate a hot dog, so.
2: (laughs) did you hear as soon as I said chocolate cake, there was moans from over my right shoulder. It sounds
4: good. It is good. I don't know. I, I mean, I like dessert, but I'd rather go and try. Like, if I was in Philly, I'd rather go try a Philly cheesesteak than whatever their dessert is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if I was in New York, I would rather go to, like, a street thing or whatever then Mm -hmm. go get a new york cheesecake well you got a whole day tomorrow before your lizzo thing yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do the um the little tour thing the architect thing oh that's a good one yeah it really is yeah that's what everyone says so i mean we were down by the the river over there and uh it seemed cool so i was like yeah i'm in
0: don't go in the river though it is (laughs)
4: So, who's in the
0: river? Everybody on Barstool Chicago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, those,
4: those guys are, they're yahoos. <laughs> I love Barstool. <laughs> I know. Barstool's amazing.
0: Maybe make it your goal to be on it.
4: Oh, I would be so happy if I could do a pizza review with Praz one day.
0: Tweet him. I don't think it's going to be that hard. One of my friends did one with him in Detroit.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I
0: think you got it in.
4: I'll wait for the time to be right. All right. I like pizza. That's what I also want to do. Obviously, that's probably in a nut. I like food, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. I want to get the pizza stuff here. Do you ever do any of the, like those food challenges or anything like that? Yeah. I actually just did one two weeks ago. <laughs> wait, what seriously? It? Yeah. It was part of the radio trip or whatever. I went to... Uh, I was in Atlanta. It was like grilled cheeseburger, grilled cheeseburger, grilled cheeseburger, grilled cheese. As like one sandwich. And then was like three pounds of tots and fries. No chance I was finishing it, But... It was actually it was an amazing I don't know if you call it a sandwich concoction, whatever. And it was like it was actually really good, but like twenty bites into it. Oh my like, god, look at this picture. Yeah. <laughs> look
2: at this thing. Straight up oh nauseous. My god. How is that even? That
0: makes me hurt. You can't
2: do it. Yo, how was your
4: colon afterwards?
0: <laughs> Great question. <laughs> I don't know.
4: I didn't really talk to him. <laughs> See, he's probably not talking to you either. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, it's definitely that's in a dairy so- timeout. But it, it was really intense. I, I guess there's only like a handful of people that completed that one. I forget the name of the place. What did they give at, you
0: for completing it?
4: Um, You don't have to pay for it, and you get a t-shirt. I
0: was going to say, there's for sure a t-shirt, and that's like it. (laughs) Yeah, it's called,
4: I think it was called The Vortex in Atlanta. And um, there's only a handful of people that completed it, and mainly it was the guys from Man vs. Food. Yeah,
2: that guy, the fact he's still alive is a shock.
4: I know, but it's just like, I don't know. I've done a couple food challenges where like some were easier than others. That one, I just looked at it immediately. I was like, no chance. How far did you get into it? I actually made a good dent. You exceeded seat. your expectations. Yeah, but then we had to drive for like four hours.
0: <laughs> oh, no. And I'm sitting
4: there and I'm just like, somebody end me just right now. This is too rough. But it was, you know, after that, I was like, okay, no more food challenges.
2: I'd still do one, though. Would that be like your first line on your Wikipedia? Because we know you don't have a Wikipedia. Yeah. We got to get that squared away. We were thinking
0: about writing one for you.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Who's
4: responsible?
0: Like, I, you can literally submit whatever. Like yeah. we could make you one, just <laughs> in a world. <laughs> no, <but> I,
4: <laughs> I just like I don't know. It's it's not really. Someone will make one, and I'll go
2: cool. Well, you got this big fancy record label. They need to do it for you. You got like all these record people over here. They're great people.
4: Yeah, but they're not
2: historians
4: <laughs> <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. You it's know. A story. <laughs> I don't know. Like they're not fact checking things about me every day. They probably believe half the things but, because they're probably true. But that's the beautiful thing with Wiki, you can make it up and make it your own. Yeah, I mean, there's not much interesting about me.
2: That's not true. You're opening up for Lizzo tomorrow. That's pretty interesting. That could be my wiki opener. I open
4: for Lizzo. I eat food I challenges and <laughs> at Wrigley. <laughs> I have a strong Lizzo. powerful colon. I have a strong, strong powerful bone. colon and I have a, a large <laughs> list of allergies. My favorite thing in my life was peanut butter. And then when I was 21, I took a blood test and they were like, you're allergic to peanut butter. Mm. So you now, never
0: realized it?
4: I was not allergic, I feel like, but now I'm afraid to eat peanut butter. So it's been like four years and I'm like, okay, no peanut butter. Peanut butter is really good. You don't know what you have till it's gone. Yeah, it's here true. you, man. <laughs> it really is. Absence makes our heart grow fonder. Why, why couldn't it just be something random like you're allergic
2: to Jeff. To <laughs> Jeff. Cucumbers. I can live without cucumbers. Yeah. yeah. Not that cool. But is it all kinds of peanut butter or can you like get in on an extra chunky Jeff, uh, Jiffy or something like that?
4: I'm allergic to every nut. Dude, that sucks, man. How do you cope? I just eat excessive in other things. Yeah. Yeah. With food challenges. <laughs> I like bread a lot. Bread is tight. And you're not allergic to it. No, but then I get wider, and then, you know. What's your top
0: good. five favorite breads?
4: Ooh. Great question. Thank you. Sourdough's Sour got to be up there. Mm-hmm. What's the one? Is pronounced, what is it, focaccia? Focaccia. That's a good one, too.
0: I just like that word. That's a bold choice. Focaccia.
2: That's a good
4: one.
0: Luxury bread. What's another? I can't now, even.
2: Now, can I throw, can I hmm. throw an oddball left-field bread at you? Hit me. Iron Kids. That sounds like a... JV of a Marvel movie. Could be, but Iron Kids is is fantastic. It's like what you grew up on. When you were a kid, you had the Iron Kids bread. you remember that?
0: No.
4: You guys need to Google Hala some Iron bread? Kids. Am I the
2: only one that ever had Iron Kids bread? I like a marble rye. No. Right here. I grew up here. Like it's Okay, it's Look. not
4: bad. It's just so
0: dry. You got to eat, like with yeah. a Reuben, though.
4: Sarah Lee Iron Kids bread. Nah. Hawaiian rolls. Those are tight. I like Wonder Bread. But I was always told it was, like, sugary, so we weren't really allowed to eat it. The potato rolls. Potato rolls are good. It was either Hawaiian rolls or some other. Martin's potato rolls, I think it was.
2: I'm trying to think of what we've accomplished so far. We've talked about food challenges, bread, your colon, Jeff, the (laughs) We didn't find world peace, if that's what you're asking. We haven't even mentioned your music. Do you want to talk about that? I'm guessing that's probably the reason why you're here in Chicago and most notably talking I don't to do dopes This sounds kind of better right now. We can go do that if you want.
4: Ooh, Food challenge? Seriously, let's go. We, we can could make it happen. ruin dinner. Just saying, Aaron. We could ruin it. We could ruin it. Where's dinner tonight? RPM of Italian. Course. Can I go? Uh, I'm invited. Cool. You you know, see you I'm hoping it's not on my card because my bank account will hate me. So
2: Oh, you got the big fancy record label. They'll take care of all of it. Trust me, that's why I, I just got to They put up
4: with me for so long, so we'll Dude, see.
2: Let's go to work. If I'm really invited, let's go to town. It's at RPM Italian. It's a great spot. Really? Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. I like Italian, but here's the thing. Am I going to be like, oh, New York Italian's better? Because that's what I essentially grew up on.
2: Uh, Well, it's not like... It's different. It's, it's, it's like fancy, snooty Italian. Snooty Italian. So it's not like you know, you go into like New York where you've got like your local shop that's been run by some, you know, guy off the boat from Italy. I just like the heavy red
4: sauce nonsense. Uh, it's whether it's, it's, it's American Italian or not, it's just like when it's just like heavy.
2: You'll like we'll we'll compare notes at the end of the meal. Okay. All right. Good call. Yeah.
4: Oh, anyway, your music. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> <a lot> <laughs> uh, I'm in a weird predicament now where I'm trying to get the mic. To stretch far enough where I can lean back.
2: Yeah. Get and comfortable, man. Doing my best. You know, um, uh, we should have brought in the more comfortable chairs for this one, so I apologize. Are you comfy though?
4: You know, I I've seen fire and I've seen rain. Yeah. So this one's this one's not bad.
2: We've we've got a good level, so you're
4: good, man. Yeah. Glad all right, right on.
2: We we're uh we're eighteen minutes in, we finally reached the level of comfort here in the studio we've been
4: talking for 18 minutes
2: well we've been recording for 18 minutes i think realistically by the time we edit this down it's probably going to be like seven minutes in okay yeah i'm with it that's good we might have to take a part about the conversation about jeff the initial stuff about the cats
4: i feel bad for whoever has to edit this
0: it'll be us it's fine
2: don't worry i'm sorry no if we bring this to our audio people they will look at it and go absolutely not that's you're on your own but or we might just not do any of it and just throw it on the internet and just let it rip. I
0: like it as is personally. Yeah. Leave the Jeff talk, leave the cat talk. You
4: can make a soundboard out of it.
0: Oh. Oh, that's great. Do you Good have idea. a favorite soundboard?
4: No, but what I do remember is E Bombs World. Yes. Growing yes. up. Used to have soundboard bites and
0: they always had the MM, these are M&M one. It's just things
4: you underappreciate in your youth you forget about these things.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: yeah. I used to prank call people on the radio with the E-bombs world thing and that was before our bosses on the radio stopped having fun but that was way back in the day.
4: I remember. That. that was so much fun.
0: I miss prank calling. Do you know Star 69 still works? I did it the other Does day. Does it really? Yeah. <laughs> I did it the other day to see if it worked. <laughs> Wait, I
4: thought it was Star 67.
0: <laughs> Star 69 also works. We use Star 69 back home.
4: Yeah, I think it all works.
0: And Probably. I like literally would just call boys, listen to them breathe and then hang up. That's
2: Can you still nice. block your caller ID name?
0: Yeah, that's what it does.
2: Oh, I thought Star Sixty Nine was the instant callback.
0: Maybe it was Star Sixty Seven then.
4: I'm pretty sure it's Star Sixty Seven. Mm.
2: How but would you how would you rate this interview so far on a scale of one to ten? Out of all the interviews you've done. See,
4: I, I I've I didn't do too well in math growing up, so yeah. I'd give it a twelve. Twelve's
2: wow. so good. We'll take it. Yeah. Out of 10, yeah. I would say
4: that's above average. I think. Yeah. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah.
4: If I had a calculator, I could help out more. <laughs> Were you good in school? I actually was, I was the kid who like, I mean, I would kind of study, but not really. Mm-hmm. And I'd do, I do, you know, I would do fine. Did you have a favorite subject? History. Um, I went to a like smart kid school in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and I really fell in love with <laughs> history. And then I went to college for history and then I was like, I don't want to be a history teacher. So now I make music, but Did I have- never wanted to be a teacher. So I wasn't really sure what I was doing, period.
2: Do you have a favorite name of a president? I'll give you an example. Mine is Millard Fillmore.
0: Millard's a strong name. It's a strong Millard, name. Powerful.
4: Wow, that's yeah. great. Warren I'm like, I'm
2: Harding, kid, a close second.
4: Ooh. I mean, favorite name. A Favorite president, just admiring. I mean, obviously it has to be like Lincoln.
2: Oh, I was going to go with Grover Cleveland.
0: Oh.
4: Hey, no, like, these are good. Like, William Taft. Okay, fun fact. William Taff, uh, only president that couldn't fit in the bathtub of the White House.
0: True. Mm. He was, oh, he was thick. Yeah. yeah, He, he was, was thick.
4: Yeah, <laughs> them thick thighs. Thick with, like, three C's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, William Taff was slim thick. Dude, he would crush that food challenge in Atlanta. <laughs> Destroy
4: it. Yeah, he, like, is the food challenge. Um, Woodrow Wilson's a great name. Yeah, we it's call very- him Woody.
0: Yeah. we like you were you, when you guys hung we were, out
4: yeah back in the day <laughs> I think he's from New Jersey actually is he? yeah he's one of the few there were only a couple
0: did you ever have to dress up as one growing up? never like for school? Never. I had to dress up as James Buchanan <laughs> wait what? <laughs> for like a third grade project so like James I had James to-
4: Buchanan was the dark horse candidate he wasn't even supposed to win he was kind of like the emo kid of presidents,
0: which made so much sense for my childhood. Wow! So I dressed up Starts as to him. To play
4: MCR, welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah, Look at that.
0: Yeah. What was your favorite favorite emo band growing up?
4: I mean, I loved my Chemical Romance, Red Jumpsuit App, ab- eh, Red Jumpsuit jump apparatus. apparatus, Apparatus. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another one? Like how far? Like like emo pop or like full blown like, like Skinny Jean band. So like you can do emo pop. Okay, yeah,
0: okay, all time go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Cartel,
4: probably MCR. They were sick. I loved like I don't know. I just thought they were sick. Still are. Still tight. Mm -hmm. I'd be so stoked to like go to a reunion concert in like twenty years and just be like one of the dads in the crowd. Yeah, brother.
2: (laughs) 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 Be fun. (laughs) Is there an artist you want to work with? Presently. Yeah, or um, any president, dead or alive, any
4: era, don't care. Uh, I mean, still alive, but in a sense, I mean, Van Morrison's tight. Yeah. That would be fun. A more present artist, I mean, obviously, like, an Ed Sheeran of the world would be crazy. Who's, who's Louis Capaldi, yeah? Yeah. He, he's sick. Yeah. His voice is, like, next level sick. He's a solid little British lad. Is he, is he British, though? I don't know. He's Scottish because his accent is out of this world. Scottish, British. Yeah. And he's, his Instagram is so freaking funny.
0: I'll have to follow him. I didn't know this. Oh, I just, I, We're just playing his song and I love it, but I didn't know. His just... voice
4: is crazy good. Who's your favorite person to follow on Instagram? Uh, I'll be honest. I'm like not a social media head at all. Mm. It's like not my jam, but I do it because it's important and. You know, I'm starting to appreciate it. Like when you get to see people comment, it's like, oh, that's cool. People actually kind of care about me. Things that I like on Instagram. I just like memes. Yeah. I go for entertainment. You know what I also like? I This sounds so weird. I love watching like highlight clips of people doing video games, like Fortnite. Oh, right, like right. I'm trash at Fortnite. I'm trash at all video games. I'm not, I, I didn't grow up with video games. My parents wouldn't allow it. But I love watching other people do crazy stuff. I'm like, Nice. Leroy Jenkins. I literally watched that the other day and I, I was I, it's No no like a couple days ago it was like the what nine year anniversary of it. Yeah. Yeah. Still one of the funniest videos to me.
2: Damn it, Leroy. What in the hell are you doing?
4: <laughs> the guy's like calculating he's like, we got a thirty two percent chance of making this happen and Leroy is just like blows it. Dude, so we are now
2: twenty four minutes in. Um we gotta we gotta wrap it up, man. Do you, you wanna talk about the music or do you care? <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> we're here, it's probably. We're here at a radio station where we play music. I don't,
4: I don't think the team behind you would be too happy with me. Should we just check the boxes for their sake then? Yeah, we can do it, you know. Because this
2: has been fun. I enjoyed this. It was a 12 out of 10.
4: 12 out of 10. Anyway, it's get, hard to get above 70% these days. It
2: is. It that is. was a math
4: joke.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you hit 300, you're in the majors. So
4: I know. I mean, you could even hit 295, and you're still trying. realistically. Yeah, That's almost, actually like pretty solid. There's guys that just got in the Hall of Fame hitting 295. That's pretty decent. Mm. I threw a ball out for a minor league game, and boy, did I do a terrible job. <laughs>
0: that what? is my worst fear. Like, no, as somebody it, asking it was mine. to do that.
4: I I warmed up. I'm not even kidding. I warmed up for this an hour before. I used to play baseball. Yeah. I used the speed radar thing. I was throwing 68 miles an hour, like cruising. Shoulder felt great. Yeah. All I had to do is just throw it out. And it just went sailing towards the mascot's head. Oh, no. And I was just like, I mean, granted, there was only like 100 people in the crowd, so it was cool, but felt really... What city were you in? Chattanooga. Oh, I thought you were going to say a White Sox (laughs) game. You said 100 people. Oh,
2: whoa. Came in hot there, guys. It's got some zingers from the audience. Zingers. Mm. I want to buy a Chicago Cubs hat. We can do that. You know you're performing pretty much at Wrigley Field tomorrow.
4: Oh more of a jersey guy actually cuz hats don't fit my head fun mm-hmm. fact being german descent i have yeah. a very large head and hats that's like feeding meat to a vegetarian it just doesn't work <laughs> so all right
2: we'll get you a jersey I mean, so surely
4: i mean you I don't want to beg sorry well,
2: somebody around here at the very least this record label of yours they're going to buy you dinner they're going to get you a jersey. There's a lot of things they're going to do for you. and no, they're gonna, I think
4: they've had it up to here with me, man. They're also going to
2: make a phone call to Ed Sheeran to make that happen for you, too. Oof. There's
4: a lot that they're doing. Pigs will fly. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's talk about the song.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, we got to talk about
4: the song. We got to talk about All the right, song. All right, tell everybody about the song. All right. Um, it's called Look Away, for those who may not have heard it. Is it good?
0: Can confirm I played on my show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at it. No,
4: I, I think it's awesome because... On a serious note, it's it's definitely when you listen to the other songs that I've put out, half gone and sexual vibe, it it's the first time I hear something where I go, this is something that can define me. Where it's like the other songs were cool, or but in my opinion, like this one's a little edgier. Where it's like it sticks out, and it's like, wow, this can actually be a contender, and this can also be the foundation to like what your artist career will be. And that's always the hardest part, is like finding your sound. So, yeah, I think it's, I'm in the right direction. And I think it's helping shape, you know, the EP that will come.
0: Are you currently working on the EP and making more music?
4: Oh, yeah. See, that's the annoying part. I mean, it's not annoying. It's just kind of like, I think people overlook this where it's like, an EP is typically like, what, maybe six songs tops. Or an album is like 15 songs tops. And it's like, literally have written probably like well past 100 and hundred and a quarter songs.
2: Damn.
4: Well, it's because 110 of them are like just kind of whatever. And the other 10 are just like really whatever. And then like maybe like four or five are really good. So it's, it's really important to use the resource of like collaborating, working with other people where they can bring something to the table. They make you think different. Who's your favorite person to collaborate with or work with? Uh, Truly. I don't have a favorite because it's just like, it depends what I'm doing that day. Like I did a, I did a session a writing session a couple weeks ago with, it was actually an urban session. It's uh, the producer for the juice world stuff and this, this other guy. And um, like, I have no idea how, like what urban music, like how to write it. And it was like one of my favorite sessions all year. Cause it was just like, they were just awesome dudes. And it was like super chill. Will anyone cut the song or is the song going to go anywhere? I don't know. But it's like, it made me a better writer because it's like, wow, you've taught me how to write in a different genre. So it, it ranges. And I, I like to write for other artists still. So it's just getting exposed in every way for writing music. That's important.
0: Who have you written for?
4: Um, I mean, I've written for a couple artists. Um, it's funny because, you know, I, I one of my first artist sessions when I moved to LA was Max.
0: Oh, I love Max. Oh, he's, he's a beauty. Yeah. The nicest
4: man. And what's funny is that, Well, Max and I are on this, like, well, we're, like, uh, in the same building with Sony. Sometimes we go bowling together. I'm really bad. He brings his own ball, so you can laugh. (laughs) Of course (laughs) he does. (laughs) He's really good. And he's honestly just, like, such a nice dude. So, like, I got to work with him. Got some British buddies, like the Vamps. They're, like, a British, um, they were a boy band. Now, I I don't like to say boy band, because they're not. They're very interesting. They're man-band. That sounds even weirder. Let's let's pretend (laughs) that tonight. But yeah, just like a full range, just going all over the place. And, you know, it's just, it's good. It it takes your headspace out where you're like, okay, I'm just going to write a song. And then sometimes those songs become songs for you. Because you're not thinking about what would I say? What would I do? Mm -hmm. And that's what makes songwriting really cool. And I feel like Look Away was kind of one of those songs where just things naturally came together.
0: Uh, how many songs you have done for the EP so far
4: um a couple you know definitely just trying to get a couple more that we really like I mean like we have a body of work 100% but I just want to tighten everything up so
0: yeah for sure yeah.
2: they're telling me to wrap it up because we've been talking for 31 minutes and apparently they're hungry I don't know <laughs> but okay dinner's not until 7.30 That's why. 40 minutes right we're just getting started I don't mean to be a math scholar but... we we want to take this up from a 12 to a 14 on the interview scale last question do you ever wear any of your brother's hand-me-downs <laughs>
4: Honestly, by accident, and yes, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> straight up, I thought these were mine. <laughs> <laughs> these are boots. I thought they were mine, and uh, I wore them one day, and he was like, so I "Live with them." And he was like, "You have my shoes on." I was like, "No, these are mine." I looked at him, I'm like, "Oh no, these are these are yours." And he's like, <laughs> "He's just looks at me. He's just like, just you can have them." This has been fun. I really enjoyed this. It's I like almost it. dry, like humor, but it's it's pretty like not.
0: That's <laughs> good.
4: <laughs> Deep. Real. It's it's very no. It's wet somewhere humor. between dry and wet, and don't say moist because that word bothers me. Yeah. Hashtag. Moist.
0: I think uh, it's it bothers me, but it like annoys Julia. me how much it bothers everyone. When you're like, what word do you hate the most? It's like
2: they told us to wrap this up, Julie. I'm you're going, sorry. You're going it off on just, a moist. It, it you're going off trigger. on a moist tangent right
0: now. Okay. Anyway,
2: let's go to dinner. Be a good human being and
1: subscribe, rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.